0: What a wretched first reading we had today, a miserable and discouraging picture of a soul stuck in sin. Um, Paul begins with, I know of nothing good living in me. Um, He says that I want to, instead of doing the things that I want to do, the good things that I want to do, I do the very thing that I don't want to do. Um, There's this really personal wrestle within himself with the sin that that lives within him, that draws him into the wrong way, um, that he, he kind of is overstating it such that it's it seems like there's no hope and that everything within him is evil and leading him astray. Um, it's really effective, isn't it? Does anybody feel like they'll be stuck in sin forever listening to that? Um, I think that's the point of what he's getting at <laughs> because uh, it's, a, it's a trick of a good preacher to draw you deeply into the problem so then he can give you the solution and you know you really want it. Um, Paul's been... Leading up to this moment, all throughout the letter to the Romans, um, this is a real kind of hinge point. Um, He's spoken about how the Jews have been led astray into sin and how the pagans have gone astray into sin. Now he comes to a very personal experience of it. In his own heart, he constantly feels led away into sin. And he finishes, oh, what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body doomed to death? But he comes to that point wanting us to feel the gravity and even relate with him in the, the struggle that we have with sin and how can we possibly overcome it because we're so weak and we, we wrestle with such a strong force and temptation within us. But then he says, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, because his next step, his next move is to come in with the gospel, the, the, the message that Jesus has saved us from our sins. The, um, chapter 8 which this is the very end of chapter seven, and then chapter eight is this amazing, um, the, the best chapter in the in the letter, I think, perhaps, maybe if we can judge chapters of scripture against one another. Um, but it begins with there is no condemnation for us who are in Christ Jesus, because we're not living in this law of sin and death anymore. We're living in the law of the Spirit. Um, we have a new, a new life, a new creation in our bodies. And then he goes on to say how nothing can separate us from the love of God. Um, we're going to miss some of that reading tomorrow with the Apostles' Feast Day. But I think there's something about today's reading that really resonates with us because sometimes in the spiritual life we can feel like this. We can look at our own sins. We look, look at our own experience of wrestling with temptation and trying to do the right thing. And we can come to this sort of discouraging, um, overwhelmed, burdened sort of point. But this is all that we can see sometimes. Sometimes we look at ourselves and it's only the end of chapter 7, we can't see chapter 8 yet. But what, what this can show us, what I think, yeah, just to reflect on this reading today, is that Paul goes here because he knows the goodness of Jesus that he's, he's, he's not kind of fresh in his conversion at this point. He's been living and wrestling with this stuff and proclaiming the gospel and growing in holiness and in virtue for many years by the time he's writing this letter. Um, and he wants us to know that, that we, we, can, we can look at the gravity of our sins, we can look at the, the, the horror of what we see within ourselves, but we can do that knowing that Jesus has overcome that, that Jesus has saved us from our sins, that he gives us the grace to be free of that. He can, he can come to the end of chapter 7 knowing that the good news of chapter 8 is true. And so when we come to look at our sins, whether that's examining our consciences for confession or even um, on a Friday when we lean into our practices of penance um, or even just when we find ourselves stuck in a patch of sin, discouraged by the temptations and that, when we look at that, we ought to bring in also that light of the gospel that truth that Jesus has overcome our sins, that although we might feel that this makes us a, a, a wretched, worthless sinner, that there's no condemnation in Christ, that although we feel like our sins are totally cutting us off from the life of God, that there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. So as we reflect on this reading and as we hear paul's very frank assessment of his soul today let's not be afraid of of being honest with the the sin that we find within ourselves and the wrestle that we find within our souls but let's do so with that confidence that comes from knowing the forgiveness and the mercy and the grace that we find in jesus